0: Welcome to the Panic Chamber, week number 13. We've got a lot of names to discuss on screen here. Debo, ETN, Camara, CMC, Lamar, Evans. We're going to break them all down. Which one of these players are going inside the Panic Chamber where we close the door and panic? And which players will we deem safe? Players that do not deserve to be panicked on, but players maybe we capitalize on if you can still somehow trade in your league. And I'd say maybe 20% of you are allowed to still trade. We're going to break down these players anyway because you may or may not be contemplating starting them or you just want reassurance that they're going to ball out the rest of the way. Either way, Grindhouse and I have you covered. The Fantasy Football Show Panic Chamber Week 13. It begins right now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Take a lap. Welcome to Panic Chamber week number 13 brought to you by Grindhouse. You are entering the Panic Chamber brought to you by Grindhouse. Vintage movie tees and hoodies. Panic Chamber, week number 13. Looking at this list right here, there there are a lot of players to be worried about. Debo's injured right now. ETN's injured, but we think he's okay, right? But we're still concerned about his foot. It, why didn't he go back into the game in week number 12? The report was he could have went back into the game, but he didn't. So we're, we're panicked on him. Uh, CMC's injured. Kamara's been playing horrible. Every single player on this list, there's a reason to panic for sure. The question is, do we put any of these guys in the panic chamber? And let's start off with Debo. <laughs> Debo's injured, and this isn't the first time Debo has been banged up this year. He he was rolling around on the ground a couple weeks ago. We weren't we weren't sure if he was getting up. Now he's got the quad injury. He's put on a few LBs this year, in my opinion. And sometimes people get mad at me over that. They're like, Smitty, he doesn't look. This is the way he is. No, he's he's actually put on more LBs than normal. And you carry around that weight and you run the ball a lot, you take a lot of hits, you're going full speed, 20-something miles per hour, and you get you get hit and tackled. It ends up wearing on your body. Different. So I worry about Debo holding up, especially after all of the work he got. Not at wide back. That's totally different. I'm okay with his wide back work, catching the football like one yard behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage and doing wide receiver work from the line of scrimmage on. Basically taking the ball in his hands, taking destiny in his hands and doing the work versus waiting for Jimmy G to throw it to him. That's different. Wide back's fine. He lined up as a running back, running up the A gap, the B gap a ton last year. Starting games as the running back one and i worry about the toll that took on his body and now he's getting hit and 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 carrying extra weight and looking you know injured in multiple ways right now it kind of worries me i am i am panicked i'm 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 gonna tell you right now i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it for you i'm gonna close the panic chamber doors on debo right now but it doesn't mean i don't buy in the right scenario all of these players can fall into different buckets of whether you get them trade them sell them avoid them, hold them. They can live inside all these different buckets based on the scenario. So if I own Debo, I'm a little panicked. I might try and shop him, maybe add another player to the to the mix, send two for one and get a slightly safer vehicle than Debo Samuel moving forward. If I don't own Debo, I probably poke around and see if I can get an owner panicked on him to trade him to me at a very cheap value. Uh, and then if I, if I own him and I can't get what I want, I'll hold him because he's got a lot of value he's still a very good player still capable of being a top five to ten wide receiver at any moment on the field it's just a matter of injury risk and getting rid of some of that risk and they have too many mouths to feed in san francisco and they only have jimmy g to facilitate the football it's gonna be there's gonna be some ups and downs for Debo, some good games some bad games there's no way he just balls out the rest of the way with all the mouths to feed in san francisco so i'm gonna close the door On Debo but with a caveat of that I would buy at the right price but Debo Samuel you are in the panic chamber and why not stick with San Francisco and talk about Christian McCaffrey who who's dealing with a knee irritation I don't like the sound of this. I don't like that he's splitting carries already. Now, Mitchell went down. A lot of people assume, okay, Mitchell went down. Now, they're going to give more work to CMC. That wasn't the case when the injury happened and Mitchell was out of the lineup. They merely put Jordan Mason in, and Mason did well. Anybody running the football in the scheme is going to do well. So, Jordan Mason, Tevin Coleman could be brought up and and, and played. There's a lot of rumors right now floating around about Tevin Coleman looking like he might eventually get half the work instead of Mason, but Mason might get the, the job right away. It's his job to lose. His half job to lose because it's a, it's a 50-50 split here in San Francisco according to Kyle Shanahan. He wants equal parts CMC and equal parts to the other running back who was Mitchell, now probably Mason, could be Tevin Coleman, could be tight of his price. We don't know. All we know is Shanahan's a frustrating individual when it comes to fantasy football or predictive anything. And I'm predicting that Shanahan's unpredictable as he's always been and I'm not going near trying to be concrete about this because is every time i try and predict shanahan i'm wrong so i don't know what to expect in terms of cmc's workload going forward all i know is that he said this is a 50 50 timeshare they want to keep cmc healthy for the playoff run right so what makes anybody think with a knee irritation and already the threat of a 50 50 divide that christian McCaffrey isn't looking at probably some up and down weeks in the coming five weeks ahead i'm not saying christian mccaffrey can't be the number one running back on any given week he can he probably will there'll be several weeks in the next five weeks where he is the number one number two or number three running back in fantasy football merely off of touchdown production and he'll rip off 40 and 50 yard runs one at a time i mean he's gonna have a big day here and there but is he gonna be five straight games of, of top five running back play I, I don't know that i can feel confident predicting that do i panic if i own him? yeah I'm panicked. I'll close the doors on him, but with, again, the caveat that I just gave with uh, Debo, I'll buy him if his owner's panicked and selling him cheap. I'll sell McCaffrey off if I can sell him high and get a player like Kenneth Walker and an additional piece, a St. Brown, and a nice, nice running back. I'll trade CMC all day long if I can get the right value, but I will also hold him versus sell him low. So, McCaffrey, you're in the panic chamber, but with all those caveats, and, and of course, we're not going to knee-jerk react and get rid of him. On the cheap. That's not smart fantasy football management. McCaffrey, you're in the panic chamber. ETN's in the panic chamber a little bit. I'm not going to close the doors, but we're, we're going to talk about them. Enough to like, okay, we're considering closing the doors because the guy missed uh, week 12 essentially with a foot injury. We're worried about the Liz Frank reemergence. We're worried about everything right now, but the bottom line is the report we're going off said he could have returned to the game in week 12, but he didn't. Why didn't he? Was it a precaution? And if, if so, are they going to be cautious with him again in week 13? That's the part I don't know. I don't think we're looking at a, a longer term injury or some kind of re-injury of the Liz Frank injury. I think we're looking at them being very cautious with etn right now and the assurance i have for you is that i don't think it's long term the the only problem is i don't know if that caution is going to spill into week 13 and they dial back his usage or something like that i'm gonna assume that's not the case i'm gonna assume they use etn a ton unless we hear differently etn you're safe and i'm starting you in every single league there's no way i'm sitting etn if he's on the field and playing in week number 13 and you shouldn't sit him either you are safe Alvin Kamara is certainly in the panic chamber, and he's not performing. The team is is up and down there's no consistent production coming out of that running back room and i don't know that it will change it'll probably be up and down they need to make a qb change they don't i don't know why they don't if they do things could start to turn around for now we're panicked on on camara but we have that same mentality that we have with with christian McCaffrey and debo if we can buy we buy if we can sell we sell if we're selling high or if not we're holding we're not getting rid of camara for pennies on the dollar when the dude's still has the potential to be a rb1 a a mid-range at least a mid-range rb1 does he feel consistent absolutely not that's why he's in the panic chamber but we're not selling low and we're we're striking where the value's uh you know ridiculously low oh wait a minute yeah he's in the panic chamber what am i doing camara you're in the panic chamber young man get out of it will you Gabe Davis is... He's a worry, but no one's bought the guy at, like, some kind of ridiculous wide receiver one value. So, he's not in the panic chamber... In that sense, I'm not closing the doors panicking on a guy that no one spent, you know, wide receiver one value on. He's going to be up and down, but he plays tonight. The game hasn't kicked off the week 13 Thursday night game between the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. And I predict he has a bounce back game and I don't think people should be panicking on him. I think they should be contemplating putting in like Watson and different players based on matchups and such. Yeah, fine. But Gabe Davis is somebody that can turn it around at the uh, at the drop of a hat and this guy could be a a low-end wide receiver one some weeks and then play like a low-end wide receiver two that's the nature of gabe davis but if you own josh allen you own gabe davis the stack is nice i'm still starting it i'm not panicking gabe davis has a lot of upset at the at the price you paid and i'm starting him as a wide receiver three no matter what gabe davis you're safe young man you are safe Am I worried about Lamar Jackson? You bet I'm worried about Lamar Jackson. And this is why I told people not to draft him at a high value. I was very much against it because he constantly goes up and down. But Smitty, he's going to be different. Smitty's such a good passer now. And he started off the season on fire. Smitty, you're so wrong. Lamar's MVP, the number one quarterback. He's up and down. That's the way he is. He's not the best passer in the world. He can be very good at times. He's an amazing running quarterback. He's injured right now. Who knows what that leads to? I would say make sure you grab Tyler Huntley if you're a Lamar Jackson owner. And if you're in a very big league and you have no quarterback at all to back up your current quarterback, I'm just saying... Tyler Huntley's pretty good. In super flex, Tyler Huntley needs to be grabbed. We talked about this on the show the other day. Tyler Huntley could win a league if, for whatever reason, Lamar Jackson missed the remainder of the season. Let's say he goes into week 13 banged up and gets further injured, and then Huntley comes in week 14, 15, and 16 and 17. You have a super flex quarterback like Tyler Huntley injected into your lineup. I'm telling you, it's like Mike White. There are two quarterbacks I've talked about for about a year and a half now. Tyler Huntley and Mike White, the two best backups. Well, Mike. Mike White's no longer a backup anymore. But Mike White, and I don't know why teams didn't go acquire him. I don't know why the Cardinals signed Kyler Murray to a big fat contract extension when they could have traded him for a top five to seven defensive piece and then traded for Huntley or Mike White on pennies on the dollar. Now you have this guy... Tyler Huntley sitting there, like Mike White was, and I'm not saying he's gonna take Lamar's job, I'm merely telling you this is a a starting caliber quarterback, a a very good fantasy football quarterback at that and and it's something to keep an eye on in certain scenarios, super flex leagues, huge leagues, dynasty leagues I just want to throw that out there, as far as Lamar, very concerned about Lamar, he's up and down to begin with, but do you bench him over guys like, I don't know Geno Smith or Cut. Cousins? Probably not. This is still a guy capable of being the number one quarterback on any given week. The problem is he's banged up. The problem is people spent high draft capital on him, and that's where the mistake was made. Right now, don't double down on your mistake and bench Lamar when he's on the field for a lesser quarterback because you're worried about up and down. You play him if you got him, and you hope for the best, but we are panicked on him, but he is capable of being a top five quarterback during any given week. But Lamar, you are in the panic chamber for sure. Damian Pierce, definitely in the panic chamber, but I'll tell you this, the people giving up on Damian Pierce might live to regret it because Damian Pierce, it's not his fault. Now, granted the fact that the offense can't give him positive yardage or allow him to to get positive yardage before he gets hit the guy's averaging negative yards before contact that is insane but it also tells you how strong and aggressive of a runner he is he's doing the best he can the problem is what if the situation doesn't change then it doesn't really change for, for Pierce no matter how talented he is but I do believe the positive game script for Pierce heading into week number 13 is going to be a good turnaround game for him I, I, I'm okay benching him for a safer option and a lot of people do have safer options but i do believe people panicking and giving up on pierce are going to live to regret it he's definitely in the panic chamber but i think he can get out of this one and i buy low where i can i don't sell low i buy low or hold this guy's got potential still don't give up on him entirely Mike Evans, look, he he hasn't delivered. The touchdowns aren't there. He hasn't scored a touchdown in ages, but I think he bounces back. I think Tom Brady's on the verge of turning things around. They're still leading the division, but probably still need to fight pretty hard to clinch the division. So Mike Evans is going to be fully utilized. I think he bounces back. I think he's probably the safest by low wide receiver one in fantasy football because people are counting on him being a wide receiver two moving forward. And so he's the last wide receiver one or the cheapest wide receiver one buy low in fantasy football right now with a lot of risk because he hasn't really bounced back yet so you're you're banking on him bouncing back without any evidence other than he's a talented guy with Tom Brady I think slowly turning this thing around in Tampa and I just have a feeling it's all gut there's no there's no evidence at all but all gut here that Evans could turn things around and become a very very amazing buy low for a lot of people that can't afford a wide receiver one right now but you still want to buy one and you can buy him so go get him you're in the panic chamber no you're not in the panic chamber you're on the verge but uh, Evans you're safe because I still believe that you are a low end wide receiver one you are safe you are safe Tony Pollard, he's not in the panic chamber per se, but we're disappointed in, in the in the Cowboys and how they use these two running backs. I know Zeke Elliott looks efficient and he plays well, and there's a lot of Zeke supporters out there that are like, Zeke's fine, keep him going. But Pollard is the better running back on every level at this point in their careers. I'm not saying Zeke wasn't better. I'm not, a lot of Zeke defenders, they don't understand what we're trying to say. Pollard is the better running back right now. He's a top five to 10 running back, especially in fantasy football, when he's getting fed no. <laughs> all the work now we have to panic on the workload divide because it does look like it's 50 50 and they're giving zeke the better carries and so pollard at a lesser day even though he's a better running back on the same kind of work because zeke was handed the great work but i still believe pollard has elite flex play value right now now you might have guys like wilson and other players that have a lot more upside for right now that you plug in and that's fine benching pollard is not a, a travesty but i do believe that we need to keep hope that. This guy can still be a a high-end running back two or flirt with low-end running back one numbers at some point during the next five weeks. But for right now, we're kind of in like a a pause territory where we're playing him if, if we have a shaky flex anyway, and we're sitting him if we're stacked with talent and we're waiting for him to rise back up. But for right now, I would say he's not in the panic chamber, but we're definitely like worried about... Whether we're going to see the same Pollard we know he can be uh, when he's getting fed. So, Pollard, you're safe, but we're definitely disappointed in how you're being used. And I'm sure you are, too. You are safe. That is the Panic Chamber, week number 13. Please get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com for your year-round bull predictions, rankings, trade calculator, one-on-one text device, all your goodness. And don't forget, on January 1, when everybody's out, boozing and sipping on grandpa's old cough medicine your boy smitty is hard at work Hard at work delivering your content, and on January one, I drop all the 2023 content, all the rookie write-ups. You want to hear about Gibbs and Bijan Robinson and all that? All of it drops on January one. As does probably two or three bull predictions for 2023. All of that can be found at thefantasyfootballshow.com and don't forget to get on over to Underdog Fantasy using promo code Smitty. They'll match up to one hundred dollars in your first deposit, and you can play a Week thirteen only contest. You can do the over unders all. The props make sure you get a little extra something for your fantasy football week 13 and beyond because I'm telling you, it makes it so much more fun when you got some more skin in the game. I will see you at 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. I always go live, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday every Monday through Friday, and I'm live whenever news breaks, because I go live the minute some breaking news hits news wires, and I I get on here to explain it and break it down for you, and I'm live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight Eastern, I'm live Sunday morning, uh, half hour before kickoff, and I'm live usually Sunday evening to break down all the Sunday morning and afternoon games, now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show, with your host, Smitty.